0: Welcome to The World in Ten, your daily roundup of the biggest stories from around the world, as seen through the eyes of The Times
1: of London. I'm Alex Dibble. And I'm Sonal Patel. We're talking about an incredible outburst that could harm Russia and how the coronation's going down across the world.
0: And, 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 add a fantastic story from The Times' man in Morocco.
1: Let's start with this extraordinary video. You can watch it online now on The Times, but it comes with a hefty health warning. In it, Yevgeny Prigozhin, the man who heads up the dreaded Wagner group, stands next to the bodies of his fighters. It's night time. He's shouting. It's visceral in its anger. In the video, he calls Sergei Shoigu, the Russian defence minister, and Valery Gerasimov, the chief of general staff, scumbags, promising they'd burn in hell, eating their own guts for failing to provide Wagner with enough ammunition.
0: It is an astonishing rant, an angry rant, and... Prigozhin is now threatening to pull his soldiers out of Bakhmut. Now, Tom Parfitt is the Times correspondent who's been covering this story today. I spoke to him a little while earlier and he explained to me the significance of all of this. Bakhmut has become this kind of symbol, even though perhaps it's actually strategically not that important. Russia has kind of made a big thing about the fact that it's about to capture it. A lot of that, I think, has been as a result of the efforts and the huge casualties suffered by Wagner. And if they are to pull out and that will look like a kind of defeat, really, for Russia and, and, and for Putin, who, after all, is the commander in chief. Prigozhin has, you know, for a while said things and done things criticising the Kremlin. And the question has always been, you know, what, what's the end game for him in that? There have been reports that he's been thinking about the possibility of setting up a political movement of some kind. And even if he has been used to help uh, discredit the generals, there is a risk that at some point he kind of slips his leash and gains an independent power base and then becomes a political figure and starts to become a threatening thing for the Kremlin.
1: Yeah, and in his analysis for The Times, Tom says... While there's really very little chance of uh, Prigozhin becoming a successor to Putin, if you like, there is a danger he could gain popularity by tapping into that anger that many Russians feel over how badly this war is being handled.
0: We're going to be talking about the coronation war in a moment, but... Right now, Sonal, I want to paint you a picture, okay? Uh, Imagine King Charles Mm -hmm. is infiltrated, his royal circle is infiltrated by former MMA fighters, cage fighters, okay? (laughs) I'm trying really hard with this, Alex. He gives them land, and over time, they gain access to the whole sphere. They start controlling who has access to the king. They start replacing his aides. They drive his cars. They are allowed to board official military flights. And not only that, these people are criminals. They've got convictions for things like robbery, assault and battery, drug trafficking. Okay? That would be crazy, wouldn't it? Absolutely crazy. And yet... That is what has happened to the king of Morocco.
1: Yeah, you mentioned this story to me Mm. this morning. And um, quite aside from being absurdly fascinated by it, um, it did make me wonder, how on earth has this happened?
0: Yeah, I mean, this has been going on for about five years now. It all began five years ago. And these former cage fighters, who are brothers now have this incredible influence over the king and over how things are done in the Palace of Morocco. And it's caused this crisis, which the Times correspondent, Bard Wilkinson, reveals today in this amazing piece. Uh, Bard covers the region for the Times, and he explains what is going on at the moment behind the scenes. Well, according to Prince Malai Hisham, who's the king's first cousin who, who spoke to the Times, um, the challenge to the king's authority comes from a group of courtiers and security officials who, who are unhappy with the king's relationship with the brothers and the king's absences. Uh, the fear is, is that they will use the crisis to weaken the king's power and increase their own. Um, in the prince's opinion, more reforms are needed to be made that empower Morocco's democratic institutions uh, in theory in theory Morocco is a constitutional monarchy but in practice the king is an absolute ruler who is the biggest private stakeholder in the country's economy but here's the thing the people of Morocco are experiencing very high inflation food and petrol going through the roof and so far there've been small protests but if protests increase as this political royal crisis explodes, the two could combine, it could be catastrophic.
1: Yeah, which I suppose could have wider consequences for North Africa, where Morocco's stability mm. has often had a very positive impact.
0: Not long now before Charles is officially crowned king at Westminster Abbey.
1: Yeah, it's a ceremony embedded in Hundreds of years of tradition.
0: Uh, There's carriages, there's fur cloaks.
1: Soldiers and horses.
0: Bunting. Uh,
1: But just how much appetite is there for all this ostentation and show of pomp and ceremony? Valentine Lowe is the Times' royal correspondent. He thinks Buckingham Palace is having to walk a bit of a tightrope, balancing tradition and modernity.
0: They say that the coronation is meant to reflect the monarch's role today and look towards the future, it does make it Harder to appeal to the young when you have a monarch who's 74 years old. Compare that with the Queen, who was so young, she's 25 when she succeeded to the throne. She was able to sort of capture the imagination of the country in a completely different way. And there was a poll this week about how the different countries, the different realms within the Commonwealth where Charles is head of state, a lot of them. Would vote for a republic. And I'm not saying the monarchy is going to crumble before our very eyes in the next few years or months, but I think it's an issue they've got to pay attention to. And that point he raised at the end there is actually picked up, isn't it, in a comment piece on the Times website at the moment uh, concerning India, which is the largest country in the Commonwealth.
1: Yeah. Um, there's a severe lack of interest. Um, bordering on indifference there 2023 the statues of kings have been removed from coronation park it's virtually empty there isn't the appetite there used to be for the monarchy
0: Mm. and the the thrust of the piece is that shows the scale of king charles's task Um, and the times tomorrow needs to be said is going to have the ultimate guide to coronation day well worth taking out a digital subscription just for that I am on floor 11, the heartbeat of The Times, with the deputy foreign editor Susie Jagger. And Susie, if people wanted something that wasn't quite the coronation, have you got anything up your sleeve as a bit of an antidote?
1: We certainly have. There is a statue which is in Barcelona Cathedral, which is the Holy Christ of Lepanto. It's one of Spain's um, holiest figures and a great piece of Christian iconography. For the last 120 years uh, it's been used as a piece of iconography that is black but it's since been restored with water and rubber and it's discovered that not only is it three centuries older than we thought it's not 16th century, it's 13th century it's not a black statue, it's actually much lighter in appearance so we'll be showing pictures of that as well. Ready? I was born ready, Mister Shelby. Hit it. Will he put
0: his life on the line the day that it really matters? Welcome to the racing grudge match of the decade.
1: So, Matt Damon, Christian Bale, Chris Hemsworth, all of them have been in films about Formula One or motor racing. Now, guess what? Brad <laughs> Pitt is set to join that fast lane
0: indeed and he is going to be driving during the british grand prix weekend the formula one weekend next month
1: it's a movie that's being produced by none other than lewis hamilton seven-time world champion and if anyone knows what goes on in the paddock he does And the World in Ten is back tomorrow with a coronation special. What else and who else but Alex Dibble who will be outside the abbey.
0: I will indeed. The king will be passing just yards from me uh, and I'll be presenting the World in Ten from that location. It'll be a pleasure to have your company. See you tomorrow.